0: What if world is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon.
1: What if kittens the clock?
0: Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a patron named Callan. Hello, my name's Callan, and I like Star Wars. And my one question is, what if Cuthuncle owned a coffee shop? Hey, stop. Okay, bye, we love your podcast. <laughs> Callan, I love that idea. I cannot wait to tell a kathungle inspired story. Now, I found another question from a listener named Emmy Chung. I think you're all going to love it, but I want to read it after the story. So it's still a bit of a surprise. So let's find out, what if Kathunkel opened a coffee shop? Plus, a secret question from Emmy that you'll find out after the story. And your story will start right after a quick break. Today was a very special day for Kathunkel. It was the grand opening of his shop, Kathafi. His coffee shop was built, right at the edge of Squid Lake, so that every parent and caregiver would pass by it on their way to the observatorium. It was an amphibious-style shop, meaning it catered to those who breathed air and water alike, with a basement floor that was completely underwater, whether or not that was practical for coffee service. Come one. Come all. Tremble. At our exposed brick facade, musty vintage furniture and paintings by local artists hanging from the wall. Also, we sell coffee, said Cuthuncle, seeming a little nervous. Now, Cuthuncle is sometimes referred to as a Squidopus, but he's really more of an... It's hard to describe. An unimaginable horror from beyond the cosmos. And now a small business owner. Well, yeah. Customers came in one by one. A charming little bell rang. Every time a customer entered or left. And two of Kathunkel's tentacles were running the drive through at the same time. Welcome to Kathafi. This is Kathunkel's talking tentacle. May I take your order? I'm not sure. Said a voice over the drive-through speaker, "Is justice on the menu?" True justice is difficult to define and requires constant vigilance and reevaluation with the ever-changing circumstances of our complex world. Uh, can I just get a black coffee then?
1: Sure thing. Drive on
0: up. Uh, actually, I, I walked here. I just wanted to talk into the drive through window. I, I thought it would be more dramatic.
1: Oh, I should cancel the coffee.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'll just come in. And into the busy coffee shop stepped Detective Alabaster Zero, pulling up the collar of his dungaree jacket and inspecting every inch of the coffee shop with a wary eye. Greetings, Alabaster. Oh, hi there, Cthulhu. I thought we agreed not to appear in the same stories. Because our voices are both so low and rumbly. Well, my voice is obviously lower and more rumbly, but yes. Well, if your voice is rumblier than mine, then you should have no problem with us being in the same story. (sighs) What do you want, Alabaster Zero? This is a perfectly legal business endeavor. Is it Cthuncle? Or is it New What City all over again? Flashback. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Didn't you read the sign? Uh, what? And one of Kathunkel's many tentacles tapped a tinny sign. Blah, blah, blah. No flashbacks. Come on. Take it outside, detective. But then I'm just going to be reminiscing by myself. And we already started making the flashback sounds. But Cthuncle tapped the sign again insistently. (coughs) Fine. And as Alabaster walked out of the shop and that little bell rang in Cthuncle's memory, the chime turned into the thunderous, booming toll of a great iron bell that once hung from a tall tower in the middle of New What City. Hey, are you having a flashback in there? It's my business. I can do what I want. Uh, No fair! It was about a decade ago, and one of Cthuncle's more calculated and convoluted plots to take over What If World was very nearly complete. General Squidarella boomed Cthuncle while clinging to his strange throne. At the center of this tall tower, from which this bell rang. That bell is only supposed to ring when it is time for us to finally finish our evil plot.
1: Plus every hour on the hour.
0: Oh yes, so no one can sleep very well, and they're always cranky. just a little side plot. Squiderella was young, as giant squid generals go, but she had served Kathunkel well as he slowly unfolded a plot to take over New Watt City. But Squiderella, it is only fifteen minutes past the hour and fifteen days until we launch our plan to take over this city and, by extension, the world. I
1: apologize, but it appears nature cares not
0: for your plans, said Squiderella, gesturing toward the window with a tentacle
1: of her own. Why did I tint these windows with my own ink? So that no one could see through them, even other interdimensional beings. But I am an
0: interdimensional being, so now I can't see through my own window. It's your job to talk me out of these things, Squidorilla. Apologies, Louise. Apologies, Louise accepted. Cuthuncle scuttled over to open the window and... knew what city was being assaulted by an incredible
1: hurricane!
0: Squidarella, couldn't you have just told me about the hurricane before I opened the window?
1: I mentioned it this morning in your daily briefing. Oh,
0: you know I don't pay attention to those. I'm an evil mastermind, I'm too busy for such things. Cuthuncle struggled to close the window against the wind and rain, and then strangely,
1: he heard something.
0: What in the if world is that? Asked Cuthuncle.
1: Sounds like the cry of a baby squid.
0: I see. It must be a hopeful minion angling for your job with their go-get-em attitude by climbing to the top of my tower.
1: Or they need our help.
0: What kind of self-respecting squid needs help? (laughs) Cuthuncle poked his mantle out of the great big window, and looked up toward the sound of that squalling squid. (laughs) It clung to the top of the bell with its tiny tentacles, as the strong winds shook the bell back and forth. Dong, little squid, dong, please do not ring the bell. Dong, it is only to be used to annoy others, but right now it's annoying me. Cthuncle steadied the bell with one tentacle, and reached out with another for the little baby squid. But it wouldn't take hold. Uh, you're not proving yourself to be a loyal minion, baby squid And Kathunkel climbed fully out of his tower To look the little creature square in the eye Now you listen to me Began the giant squidipus But despite Cthuncle's stern gaze The little baby squid seemed comforted And flung itself onto Kathunkel's head Suctioning on for dear life "'I appreciate your tenacity, but isn't it a little soon to try to overthrow me, little one?' said Gathunkle, quickly climbing his way off the bell, down the tower, and back through his open window, before slamming it shut behind him. "'Protect me, my general. This baby squid is staging a
1: coup.' "'They are not staging a coup, Gathunkle. They are scared.'
0: "'Ah, good. I feed on fear. I think I will call it Skullin.' since it likes to cling to my skull. Squids don't have skulls, Uncle. Well, good thing I'm not a squid. I'm a terror beyond imagining and I can have a skull whenever I want.
1: Okay, so what are you gonna do with little scully?
0: Skull N is going to help me take over New What City and by extension the world. End flashback. Oh, uh, what? Sorry, I'm a timeless being. And at some point, I, I imagine I'm going to be thinking back upon this moment. And there's just not much more useful information to be learned right now. Oh,
1: but what if I talk about my cool backstory and how I rose to become the youngest squid general in what if world history? Uh, fine, D- do that. It all started deep beneath the water. Uh huh. Of your local aquarium? Twist. <laughs> Back
0: in the present, Alabaster Zero was still snooping around the shop, snapping pictures from the outside, and scrutinizing everyone that came and went. Alabaster, groaned Cathungle sticking his head over the coffee shop. You're scaring away my customers. Oh, oh, is it me? The detective with the awesome dungaree jacket scaring your customers? Or maybe... It's the 700-ton squidopus giving them mind-control coffee or something like that. We have a variety of energizing coffees and relaxing herbal teas, but that is as close to mind control as we get. Then prove it, said Alabaster Zero, lowering his camera. I have already proven it to the health inspector, the Better Business Bureau, and all of these customers you see before you. Yeah, but they don't know you like I do. There's a scheme somewhere here, Cuthuncle. Nobody just breaks good overnight. That's true. But I was sentenced to three eternities in time out for my various evil plots. Then how are you free? As a timeless being, I can spend as many eternities as I want in my time vortex. But don't worry, it's very inhospitable. Doesn't even have internet. My goodness, Kithunkle. That's the worst punishment I can possibly imagine. How did you watch cat videos? I had to ask Talking Tentacle to pretend to be a cat. And I really don't do a very convincing cat voice. Pur purr, purr rawr, meow, scratch, etc. You see, it was a rough three eternities. It had started gently raining outside. And alabaster put the lens over his camera. <laughs> Ooh,
1: well... I suppose if
0: you've served your time and are an upstanding citizen, then you wouldn't mind a detective sitting around for three hours sipping a single cup of coffee. Uh, that is what half of my customers do, yes, while they work on their screen plays. Oh, this rain's really starting to pick up, Uncle. Maybe I'll take you up on that free coffee. No, our coffee is very expensive, but that's not technically evil. Aha, there's your plot. To give my talking tentacle a fair wage and good health care. Yell oh, for crying out loud! Can I come in? After you, Alabaster," said Cuthuncle, holding the door open for the detective. And as a few fat drops of rain landed on his bulbous mantle, he thought back to when little Scully used to love riding right on top of his head. <laughs> A ten-year younger Cathuncle slid around his throne room with a little- Ten years and three eternities. What? You forgot about my three eternities in time out. Oh, you really did that? Of course. And I learned a lot in my solitude. Like what? How to juggle. And did you learn anything else? Have you ever tried to juggle using an ever-changing number of tentacles from within a swirling time vortex? If I say yes, can we get back to the story? No. (sighs) A Cuthuncle, who was ten years and three eternities younger... Thank you. ...slid around his throne room, Scully the Squid clinging to his massive squidopus head and giggling madly. (laughs) Oh, the sound of your squiddy laughter fills me with joy. Oh, uh, evil joy, that is
1: Cthuncle, the storm's intensifying We need to move on with our plan Said Squidderella, And
0: Cthuncle stopped Gently removing Scully the Squid from his mantle
1: yeah. ah.
0: Oh no, baby is
1: unhappy Probably because he needs food and a nap Food and a nap? What sort of ancient ritual is this? Food and a nap You can't just play with babies all day. Play?
0: I was training him to one day rule New What City after we move on to taking over the rest of the world.
1: Well, first he's going to need to learn to scuttle and talk and read. (sighs)
0: Sounds boring.
1: And all of that will come after you feed him. And Squiderella
0: handed Kathunkle a baby bottle full of plankton. Mew. No, I'm not going to do that. But Kathunkel, You said yourself, the storm grows. We must launch into our evil plan and give Scullin a little on-the-job training. Kathunkel flung open the wide windows of his throne room again. At that moment, their tower happened to be right in the eye of the hurricane. And they looked out upon a new city, getting a sky full of rain dumped on it with heavy winds whipping. "'and thunder and lightning crashing in the distance.' "'You see, young Skullin,' said Uncle, gesturing out over the city, "'as the little baby squid climbed up to his head again. "'I have towers like this all over the city. "'We call them squid bucks, and we sell my ink as coffee. I'll <laughs> have you know my ink is delicious.' Is wonderfully hot and bitter. Just how coffee's supposed to be. <coughs> oh yes, well you could also add lots of cream and sugar,
1: <coughs>
0: or plankton. <coughs> anyway, one of the many benefits of my ink is that it slowly turns you into a squidopus. <coughs> No, 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 no. You're perfect just the way you are. But everyone else will be much happier to control. <laughs> I, I, I mean easier to minion. I mean mind control. I, I'll, I'll control their minds. Once I submerge all of Newat City in inky water. But boss,
1: the hurricane came early. If we dump all the ink towers now, people will take longer to transform. Wonderful. Then Skullin and I can sit atop my
0: tall tower and watch as all of What City slowly falls under our dominion.
1: Well, yeah, but.
0: Okay, just give me the plankton bottle. I'll feed him. Kothunkel climbed up into the eye of the storm and perched at the very top of his tower. Then, reaching out with one increasingly long tentacle, he tipped over one ink tower after another, after another until New what city was half-flooded by ink and hurricane water. (laughs) But Scully the Squid wasn't watching the show. He had finished his bottle of plankton and was drifting off to sleep. Scully, you're missing it. How can you expect to be a good tyrannical ruler if you've never seen tyranny in action?
1: The hurricane was
0: moving. They were no longer in the eye of the storm, and the wind and rain started to pick up again.
1: Kathunkel, you should get in here.
0: Nonsense is nothing like a brisk superstorm to invigorate an ancient squidapus. And Kathunkel stretched out, closing his eyes and enjoying the storm, until... <coughs> Girlin. To be continued you can't stop a story in the middle of a flashback. Alabaster will finish it next week. But I don't know if Scully's okay. Scullen is a tween-aged and a recurring character in What If World. Yeah, I know who Scullin' is. And this story takes place in his past. And he just kerplunked into an inky flood. And we'll find out what happens next week. I don't want to wait that long. But I thought you didn't enjoy my flashbacks. I didn't say that. I just wanted to have my own flashbacks. Like about the Time I met my cat, Tabby Tallulah. It was several years ago. Alabaster, we already told that story. <sighs> Fine. Well, Emmy and Callan, I hope you enjoyed the first half of your story. And since our story isn't quite over, we'll wait until next week to tell you Emmy's question. Folks at home, please check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. It is tough to keep up with this show each week, and we thank our patrons with ad-free episodes, a shout-out on the show, and now we're adding a new way for patrons to add their ideas to our stories. They can help us start a word bank, describing a location, a building, a fantastical object, a vehicle, any kind of silly thing or creature. It's just another way for patrons to add their ideas to our stories and get a thank you on the show. So check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld if you'd like to learn more.
1: Candy the Kid
0: here to shout out Barnabas. He's ten root bear tootin' years old. He likes codes and ciphers, the game Zeus the Mighty, and pesto pizza. But uh, I've got a belated birthday shout-out for Leo, who just turned 11. And I've got a pre-birthday shout-out for Mabel, who is about to turn 9. Unless, of course, she's listening to this episode in the future and is already older than 9. Ooh. I'm Harry Go, and I've got a shout-out for Alexander from Melbourne, Australia. He loves video games, foxes, and his sister, Amelia. And finally, his dog, Bailey. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, my helper, Miss Lynn, Desiree McFarland for her sound design, and all you kids at home who know that your story is happening at the same time as someone else's story and someone else's story. And sometimes it's okay to just sit back and enjoy all the stories happening around you until we meet again keep wondering